What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 353 of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and this is the Hot Tags of the Week, where I'll be breaking down three, only three, of the current events, rumors, news, gossip, etc., etc., of what happened in the world of professional wrestling this week. Now, normally I try to include as much as I possibly can for these kind of things, but this week, not a whole lot going on. So, I only have three things to talk to you about. This is going to be a really quick episode. And the absolute quickest one that I can point out to you guys is a trademark story. I've mentioned trademarks before in the past. Sometimes they pan out to be something pretty interesting, like the revival. It was like, all right, is that going to be a pay-per-view? Is that going to be some kind of like, I don't know, video game or something like that? And it ended up being the mechanics, changing their name to the revival. Other times in the past, we've had... The Unstoppable Force, I think, is what Nia Jax started going by for a little bit, and then they, well, they stopped the Unstoppable Force, and she hasn't done anything in a while. Uh, this time around, we know exactly what this is. WWE has applied for the trademark of the Workhorse Open Challenge, which, if you watched Monday Night Raw last week, and you didn't just turn it off after the whole uh, Braun Strowman heel turn thing, or actually, that happened afterwards, so that wouldn't make any sense. But uh, the Workhorse Open Challenge is what Roman Reigns had suggested. He put it out there as essentially another way to say, hey, the Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge or the United States Open Challenge, they, they've done the past, uh, blah, 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 in the past. <laughs> I'm muttering over my words here. Um, I guess they want to make that a thing, and they want to brand that as something that can be like his thing going forward, which... The interesting story here isn't necessarily just, hey, they might, you know, continue to use that, I think, kind of stupid wording, but it's more so if they have the plans to make this a regular thing going forward, that means that Roman Reigns is going to retain that championship, which means all the people that are sitting there going, yeah, well, you know what, Braun Strowman's going to win that title at Hell in a Cell, and that's going to be so much better for him, well... Let's put it this way. The people that were saying Braun Strowman didn't turn heel, he's going to come on Monday Night Raw next week and it's going to be a whole new thing or something like that. No, he turned heel. And on top of that, he's going to lose at Hell in a Cell because this is going to be going forward. Roman Reigns doing this workhorse open challenge. And that's why they trademarked it. So, yay. I guess we're going to be looking forward to that for a little while. Let's talk about something that happened on Monday Night Raw just a little bit ago. That actually, this wasn't even on the hot tags. That goes to show you how poor of a week this was. Because all the talk was pretty much about All In. And we talked about All In. So now it's kind of like, well, what do you talk about? Other than, hey, check our post show out. You know what I mean? Uh, on Monday Night Raw, we had new tag team champions crowned. Because the B team were going to be going up against the Revival. And... Uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler had a little conversation with Baron Corbin behind the scenes, asked if they could get a title shot. Instead, he said, no, I already promised that to Revival. But if the Revival didn't necessarily get to the point where they could actually do that, then we might be having a different conversation. So they attacked the Revival, they came out, and they beat the B-team. You know, when they do an angle like this, you're pretty sure that it's going to be like, all right, they're going to win the tag title. So I already started drafting that up ahead of time and everything. Um, I like this and I don't like it. I like it for the reason that if this were anybody but Braun Strowman, this would be 
good booking for the most part because, and I'm going to harp back on this many, many times in the future, Bobby Lashley should have turned heel and not Braun Strowman. I'll get back to that a little bit though, but realistically, if they were building to some kind of mixed match in the whole Super Showdown thing where it's going to be the Shield against three other people, and they had the Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre duo, and they wanted a third person to be in that mix. They want to add as much to that team as they possibly can, because realistically, it's a little difficult to think that they're going to win a match when you look at the Shield, and they have the Universal Champion and the Intercontinental Champion, and you, as the challengers, have nothing. Now, if they have the tag team titles, they at least look more credible, because it's Two champions against two champions, and Dean Ambrose and Braun Strowman can just go fuck themselves, I guess. That's basically what it is. But what I don't like about it is this is WWE booking where they book for what they want right now as opposed to what they think necessarily could be the best thing going forward. We've seen in the past Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels win the tag team titles because wouldn't it be interesting if two tag team champions were fighting each other at King of the Ring? Uh, then they drop the titles. We've seen John Cena win the tag team titles with different people in the past just because he's feuding with them. We've seen the tag titles be used as props for different things like that. And I know fundamentally the tag titles are props, but when they book them in certain scenarios, they look even more like props. This is essentially just, we need to give them more heat. So let's put the tag team titles on there. They might not have had this idea last week, and they might have just decided it this time, and that's why they did the whole thing with the Revival. It's starting to make it look like the Revival should turn babyface, but they've consistently been booked as heels, so that's kind of confusing. And it's also really confusing, why the hell did they add Drake Maverick to the Authors of Pain? I have no idea what's going on with that. So, are the Authors of Pain going to be baby faces and are they going to be the ones that beat McIntyre and uh and Ziggler or is Seth Rollins going to lose the Intercontinental Championship to somebody else and they should just move this on to whatever other feud it's going to be maybe Lashley and Kevin Owens or something like that and then we're going to get the Shield trying to fight for the tag team titles against McIntyre and Ziggler uh there's a positive in the sense that when you have the B team as the champions, they're jokes. And if you put it on Ziggler and McIntyre, they're far more credible. So that's a huge, huge plus. And putting the Raw Tag Team titles on a pay-per-view, like this whole co-branded thing is going forward, you want bigger stars on there. So you want bigger stars as champions. That's a positive. My problem with it is it's not going to amount to much because you've got... Hell in a Cell is going to end with Braun Strowman losing the match. He, he's not going to win that championship because of the whole workhorse open challenge. So then you've got Intercontinental Champion, unless he def- uh, loses that title in the meantime, against uh, and the Universal Champion against the Tag Team Champions, and then the other two in the mix. They're probably not going to win at Super Showdown either. So by, beyond that point, Ziggler and McIntyre are holding the tag team titles, and they really wouldn't have amounted to all that much going forward past that. And if they drop that to Ambrose and Rollins, then Ambrose and Rollins, I guess, drop the titles to the Authors of Pain. I don't know. I have no idea what this whole Drake Maverick thing, but 
I don't know. It's kind of interesting, but at the same point, I still go back to, I don't think Braun Strowman should be a heel, and I think that this would be so much better if Bobby Lashley were the heel in this whole thing, because he has no personality, and this would be a major upgrade for him, and I think it's a downgrade for Braun Strowman. Anyway, one more thing that we need to talk about here, which is WWE Storytime Season 3, Episode 3, which is called Strange Settings, and actually, I like this one quite a bit. I would say see this one. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a breakdown here just in case you don't want to see it and you just want to know what happens in there anyway. If you don't, then by all means, skip right to the plugs, you know. Uh, But we had Mile High Flub, which was about Matt Hardy talking his story of Vince McMahon trying to pin Kurt Angle on the, the one flight. We've heard a little bit about that story in the past. That was actually pretty funny. Um, then there was That's a Wrap. This one wasn't all that funny, uh, maybe because it was just the person telling the story was Mojo Rawley, and that story is essentially about him being at a concert, calling one of the rappers that it was at the concert fat, and then getting the crowd to, like, go against him, essentially. Uh, skip that one. Then we had The Rec Center, which was Jim Cornette talking about a really crappy building that they had to wrestle out of in i think it was like alabama or something like that that he had said uh that one had some jokes in it you know it was pretty funny and then we had the memphis developmental which was essentially the same sort of story with daniel bryan talking about wrestling in memphis championship wrestling and it being in parking lots and stuff so if you like the jim Cornette one you'll like the memphis one with daniel bryan um Overall, I haven't been digging a lot of Storytime episodes, and this was one of the ones that I've enjoyed a little bit more than some of the other ones. So I would say check this one out, see it, rather than skip it. If you skip it, it's not the biggest deal in the world either. But that's it. That's all. That's all I got for you. Hot tags, not all that going on. So that means probably by the time I upload all of this, 14 things are going to happen. We're going to get like 20 people arrested and, you know, different things like that. I don't know. Hopefully not in that kind of scenario. We don't want people to, you know, be in shitty situations and stuff. But we'll see. I don't know. Uh, If there is any kind of major happenings or something, then maybe I will just kind of add a little bit more to the main event for this week. The main event for this week, I timed this out pretty damn well. One more match, Shawn Michaels. We're going to debate what we think would be the best one single match for Shawn Michaels to come out of retirement for, and just kind of talk about that kind of stuff. So look forward to that sometime on Wednesdays when we're probably going to be recording that. And so it'll be up sometime Wednesday night, most likely. And we'll see you uh, there. But before I bow out, I just want to tell you guys a little bit of information of some other things that you should be aware of. Of course, if you want to be aware of when that video gets posted, you should subscribe to the YouTube channel and ring the bell for notifications. Another thing that you should do is follow Smartout Moment on Facebook and Twitter at Smartout Moment. Of course, check out SmartoutMoment.com because that is going to be where you find all of the content regularly, whether it's the podcast material or the extraneous material. We've also got FanboysAnonymous.com, which is my spot for movie reviews and other kind of like superhero and geek culture type topics. So subscribe to that YouTube channel, check out that website, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, I said before, I'm going to try to put up a discord for fanboys and for smart out moment. I'm going to work on that a little bit more sometime relatively soon to try to figure that out. And when I do, I'll post a YouTube video up of the link. So that way everybody can kind of, you know, be aware of what to actually click on and stuff like that. 
if you want to show your support for a smart out moment beyond just the likes and the shares and leaving your comments below and tell me what, what you think about all these kind of topics and stuff like that. If you've got spare change, you want to throw our way Patreon. We've got that for smart out moment and fanboys anonymous. There's also the PayPal button at the bottom of smartoutmoment.com. There's the T public and the red bubble where you can buy merchandise like t-shirts and, you know, clocks and like a bunch of other weird kind of stuff there. Somebody bought like a fanny pack or something. I think one time it's, there's a wide variety. A lot of people buy stickers, uh, in particular of like this one kind of reference to Avengers infinity war. I don't know, whatever your case may be, uh, check out those things there. And I think that rounds me about out. Lots of stuff to plug. Uh, I lose track of it every once in a while. But I am off to go do a bunch of other things, fight some aliens on a distant planet, and I will talk to you guys later. Adios, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and I'm being counted out. Ah!